Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Exalt. Exalt are a brand that provide juices and shakes from all raw, fresh and natural ingredients, and they're designed by nutritional experts. They're a brand that actually reached out to me a couple of months ago. The first thing I did was Google what they're about and their mission, etc. And the first, the first line of their mission statement read, food fuels our physical mental and emotional well-being and straight away i kind of knew that they're a brand that very much aligns with what we're about at eat look feel they have a strong focus on sustainability the mission the values the people they're just a genuinely very very impressive brand throughout my coaching i talk a lot about creating convenience and enjoyment through your nutrition to create sustainability and i think what Exalt are doing is exactly that they provide ready-to-drink shakes that are super convenient and full of good nutrition. So if you do see Exalt about, give them a go. I can genuinely recommend them, both the products and the brand. Another collaboration that we're very grateful to have on this podcast is with Pure Sport. Pure Sport are the UK's leading CBD and natural wellness brand. They have a strong focus on honesty, community and creating natural products to help prevent injury, illness and sustain general health. I personally have used their products for a very long time now. The staples that I use are the CBD oil, which I find really helps me downregulate at night and, and actually improves my sleep. And the muscle and joint balm, which I use for general maintenance and if I have any sort of muscular niggles. They're a brand that do things properly. So if any of their products align with you and your goals, I do recommend using. You'll be able to find the link to the products that Pure Sport offer in the bio to this episode. Welcome to the Eat Look Feel podcast. This podcast is here to delve into inspirational and aspirational guests' personal health, digging a little bit deeper into how they approach their nutrition, their training, and their mindset, all with the idea to create better for themselves. Please subscribe and please do share with anyone who you think might find this valuable. As usual, create better always, the Eat Look Feel team. This week's episode is with Fabian Johnson Brown. Fabian is an ex-footballer who in the last couple of years has become a top male model. We talk through Fabian's training routine, how he consistently stays in top shape to deal with the pressures of the model industry, and why mindset is so important in what he calls the sport of life. So without further ado, this is Fabian Johnson-Brown. Fabian, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Thank you for coming on, mate. I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to this, uh, this conversation. Now, I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, obviously, I've been following you and your journey since me just getting into the modeling industry as a as a newbie. So to be talking with you now about, obviously, the topics we're going to be talking about is, is mad for me. Yeah, it's mad for me. So now I appreciate you having me here, man. Oh, mate, you're so welcome. I know you've listened to the podcast, so you'll be expecting this this question Let's kick it off the way I always do. How would you define health, Fabian? So what does, what does healthy mean to you? Health for me is um, it's many different aspects, but it's just making sure that I'm upholding those non-negotiables that I've got, that I set out throughout my day. So um, starting from the evening prior, so making sure that 
I'm getting enough sleep, of course, because I feel like that's one of the most important things to them. I'm waking up the next day with a win, first thing in the morning. So I'm not chasing more. You know, when you haven't had enough sleep and you might press that snooze, I feel like it's not necessarily a loss, but you're then chasing. So as long as I've got the amount of sleep that I need, I'm waking up feeling how I need to, which then leads on to being able to perform at my best, not necessarily talking within fitness or in the gym, but just at the sport of life. So just getting up, getting my morning movement in, making sure that my mind's clear, which then obviously leads on to consuming the right foods. There's a lot of knock-on effects, but consuming the correct foods, of course, after having that morning movement, which then obviously leads on to me being able to perform physically within a gym and then knock-on effect from that, looking the best that I can aesthetically, which then leads on to me being able to go to work, being on the studio floor, knowing that I'm feeling at my best, looking at my best, which obviously started with the mindset prior in the morning, which then leads on to me feeling good, having good relationships with people throughout the day and relationships with my family members, my close people around me that I have, being able to bring that best version of myself in regards to that. All of those parts come into my definition of health. Obviously, the original definition of health is steering clear from injury or illness, let's say. But I feel like that applies to all those aspects of performance. So steering clear of injury when performing. But as you say, mentally steering clear of any injury or staying away from any stress or anything that will sort of be a detriment to you. Yeah, it's a very complex definition of health for me, but I feel like there's so many aspects to it. That's my sort of easiest way to break it down, if that that makes sense. There's a lot to take from that, actually. Like, the biggest thing I guess that I take is that it's very routine, and it all comes back to that, you know, you've got this routine and you've got this idea that actually you setting up this routine and looking after yourself from a physical and a mental point of view sets yourself up to go and thrive in like what you say when you're on set and you've got that confidence you have in those relationships with people, with clients, with other people. Potentially people looking at your life from the outside is, ah, yeah, it's just about the body. It's just about the, you know, the health is in what people see. Whereas actually there's way more to the game than that. And actually what you're saying there is it goes deeper and you giving yourself the physical and looking after your physical mental health sets you up to be healthier, like across the board and to thrive in all areas of your life, which I think is a big takeaway for for anybody listening this. Like it's not just the fact that you work in the modeling space that you look after your health. Like you'd be doing this if you were, you know, had had a sort of alternative career. Yeah, of course, of course. So there's lots I'm going to ask you about that because I love that answer. But before we sort of go into that, I think what we should do is go back and just introduce yourself. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and how you made the journey into like the modeling and now the sort of fitness space. Yeah. So I am London born, London slash Hertfordshire raised and now currently living in Manchester. Fashion model and I'd like to say I'm an enthusiast on overall wellness. I don't feel like I had that. I would have given myself that title when first coming into the game because see, as a much younger age, and we were sort of finding the purpose alongside the modelling industry. So prior to modelling, the goal for me was to play professional football. 
like a lot of people and a lot of young guys that are that are chasing after that I didn't go to the way that I wanted to so I was in a full-time football and set up from the ages of obviously played football from a very young age um, being at school training twice a week having games twice a week to then leaving school going into football full-time having that schedule there and it not going to plan and then having to readjust and 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 sort of improvise in a way how I'm gonna move forward from this this obstacle has sort of been put in in front of me luckily for me I've got a good support base my my family my parents my grandparents the people around me that sort of helped with that obstacle because it's not a, it's not an easy thing to face when you've given so much towards something and you don't get the same results back it's a tough one and especially within football it's just on your mind 24 7 and that's when when you're focused on reaching that goal that's all that's on your mind i would when it when it was in the full swing of that being my goal i was going out and not drinking i was drinking water i'd be out for meals and i wouldn't drink fizzy drinks or i would I wasn't going to parties, so I gave it so much to not get those returns. Then leading on from that, having to go to play football semi-professionally and, of course, having to uphold the sort of, not lifestyle, but I needed to be stable financially. Um, I'm not a person to just sit down and wait for things to fall in my lap. So the idea was to play semi-professionally, have work alongside that, which is what I was doing, and then hopefully get back to playing full-time. Um, as time was going on, and I sort of realised that it wasn't going to happen. So then the goalpost sort of changed to say I wanted to play football to the highest standard semi-professionally and work something, work within fitness of some sort. Not necessarily just a personal trainer because... I didn't want to be tied down to that, but something within fitness. Um, so went to come out of full-time football, got a job playing football semi-professionally and got fired for my first one <laughs> due to the fact I was just going into work and obviously still football was on my mind 24-7, so I was trying to go there, just let the day go as quick as possible and just get to what I need to get to after that sort of hit a stage where mentally I felt like the stresses of realizing that I wasn't gonna be able to accomplish that goal sort of came at once and sort of hit a period where mentally it was challenging. Um luckily enough I had a good support system at the place that I was working at and they understood gave me gave me some time off work. My mum took me on a holiday to Jamaica just to have that time to just reset. Yeah. And then as you do, I was obviously just posting on gram as usual. I never used to be a person that posted a lot on gram. I used to maybe post once a month if that, but the pics in Jamaica were, at the time, I thought they were fire. So I posted them and then off the back of that, I've then got agencies um, approaching me on Instagram whilst I'm in Jamaica saying that, they want to 
meet me when I get back. So I'm just like, that's mad. But obviously, you have people telling you that you can get into the model. You know, it, it looks like anything. Oh, you should get into the modeling industry. But I never thought anything like that. So, and I didn't have that much knowledge on it. So got back, had the meetings with the agencies, and then. From there, I had a couple of castings, things were picking up. I was working maybe one, twice, once, twice a week. Um, still working the office job that I was in and playing football. A couple months down the line, the work was picking up and I'm having to pull sickies at work. So my manager, uh, her name was Claire at the time, and bless her, she like, if it wasn't for her, I don't feel like I would necessarily be where I'm at today because she pushed me to take that jump and and told me that I need to leave the job and sort of pursue that career of modeling. So they gave me the setup um, for sabbatical. So took that time away to see how things would go modeling with the opportunity of if it didn't go to plan to then go back to working where I was originally. Obviously, within that six month period, I was looking to go back. So done what I could in that time period, just worked, worked, worked. Um, got to know about the modeling industry and obviously let them know that I'm not going to be coming back. And now, as this, as years have gone on, it's sort of, um, yeah, what a, a journey has been. So that's how I sort of came into the modeling industry. And, and yeah, from there, it's been, it's been a crazy journey. Amazing, mate. Great story. Uh, so basically, you owe it all to Jamaica. Is that what we're getting at? Yeah, yeah. So that Jamaica trip sort of changed my life. So one thing I took from that was you mentioned quite a lot about the setbacks from obviously not reaching the goal, and and you were like, you know, you were, you were so, the sole goal was football, right? Like that was the that was the end point, and you mentioned the sort of mental toll that that takes on you, not not sort of achieving that goal in in the way that you potentially saw it. Do you think that has actually set you up and changed your mindset? Definitely. Like, did you learn from that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I felt like, obviously, my dad was in the same sort of situation. He was at Chelsea Schoolboys when he was younger. My granddad that has passed was also very well known within Northwest London for his footballing abilities and not making it also. So not in a negative way, but I'd sort of had been prepped for that situation coming about me not reaching that goal of becoming a professional footballer. So, because it was drilled into my head from early to sort of have that backup plan, I was not in a way prepared, but within that football, all right, so let me, I'll, I'll backtrack. So within football, I was technically gifted, but I had the mindset of, I always used to be doing extras physically and building on my aerobic base and things like that because it's such a sport that relies on your mentors. You see footballers that are getting paid £300,000 a week that can miss sitters just because their mentors aren't right. So because of that, I made sure that physically, and it did pay off, that I was the best that I could be. So when my mentors weren't as strong as what they needed to be, I know my baseline was good enough. So sort of just transferring that um, to my day-to-day now and emulating that and making sure that I'm the minimum that I'm bringing is still good enough for me to go throughout the day and perform, yeah, perform at this thing called life in the best way possible. 
but yeah, taking that step back because it's, I feel like it wouldn't change it for the world because obviously I am where I am today and it's, it's not a loss, it's an opportunity. I see things as when these things happen, it's an opportunity and you've got to see, use everything from it and, and take it in the best positive way. So. And I guess like it goes back to what you were saying at the start in terms of the modelling side of things now, right? It's exactly the same sort of mentality. And that's what I was linking it to was obviously that now what you were saying is you want to be in the best aesthetic shape you can. So when you turn up on jobs, you know you've got that baseline foundation of got the confidence, you're doing a good job for your clients, you're feeling good in yourself. And it goes back to that. And obviously that's curated from the lifestyle that you live. Same with the football, right? Like you were doing the extra work when no one's watching, when no one's cameras aren't on you that's when it counts and then actually when the cameras are on you that's the fun part and uh yeah i love that mentality so now moving moving on towards the fitness side of things and your training now day to day how do you approach your training these days what what does a normal training week look like for you let's say i feel like it always changes because i've always got new goals that i have in place there will be a baseline set that I obviously have to uphold because of the industry that we're in. But um, I always have new goals, whether it may be running a new personal best or um, just uh, just the weekend just gone, I was competing at the National Fitness Games. So my training prior to that was very intense, um, maybe more intense than what it would be on a regular basis, but so I'll just turn it up for that. But as a baseline, I train twice a day, the morning session, sort of being the same thing day to day, just morning movement. As soon as I wake up before I have any food on board or anything, I'll get that morning movement in, sort of been incorporating that with classes that are, that are up here, F45 classes, which I've, I feel like have been good. Um, or I just do the session that I've set up for myself or the makers made to be body body weight work um and then in the evening depending on the day will be whether it may be a upper session push pull uh focus session or an aerobic session will be dependent on the day monday to saturday that'll be the case and then sunday will be a maybe maybe a long long run or maybe a longer like endurance based workout because i feel like on a Sunday, if I set out to do something that makes me feel uncomfortable and and makes it's horrible to do the thought process of it, that then sets me up for when the Monday comes and whatever's thrown at me throughout the rest of the week, see I see it as light work basically. So I sort of set the Sunday up to be as horrible as possible. Um yeah, I think that, that sets me up throughout the week so that's how I sort of set, set it up purposely getting outside that comfort zone right that's it bro that's it I feel like that's where outside that comfort zone is where you get the most rewards and yeah having that feeling like just with the National Fitness Games on the weekend that was massively out of my comfort zone and there was four events one of them being strength which yeah. obviously you haven't been able to train as much because end up blowing up way too big but that feeling that I had before that it was, it was not nervousness but that feeling inside that I know I need to prove myself is is one I, I want to I, I chase after as much as possible because I know that 
then the more I can be within that zone, the more benefits and, and rewards I'll get out. So that's a chasing after that, chasing after that constantly. It's also like, you know, that mindset that you can take, as you say, the sport of life, it's, it's applicable to your training, but that's it's applicable it. to it. everything else as well. So that leads on nicely, actually, something I was going to ask you uh, is, is a question that I get asked a lot. I think being within the modelling industry, let's say you have the aesthetic side of health, you have the performance side and the health side, and you can't really tick all three. Obviously, we try and, we try and find the balance and that's the constant that's the constant challenge to it. But what's your view on that? Like, obviously, you have to take as part of your career and as part of your job and as part of your day to day, you have to take a priority towards the aesthetic. But also, have you learned anything from applying it to Because obviously, you know, performing in the National Fitness Games, there's an element of performance there. You can look as good as you want, but it's not about that on the day. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, as you know, the pressures of, I feel like this topic is one that I feel strongly about because pressures, as you know, within the modeling space are so hard to deal with. Um, although it looks like it's glitz and glamour, as you know, if people were to see what is needed to be put in to be able to have an aesthetically and performance running body, as you know, like people come to you and say, how do you look? Type of, how do you stay so lean? People knew what was required to be able to uphold that. Don't think a lot of people would dip their hands into it on top of the, the pressures of, of what comes from the modeling industry. And I, I, I feel like it's getting better in regards to people tapping into it and focusing on model mental health. But at the same time, when they're first coming into the industry and they're going to castings and someone's telling you that. You don't look the type of way just because of that, just because of what they're looking for. It's hard to deal with. And I felt like for me at first, it was it was a hard one to deal with because of the fact that I've come in out of an industry that is just performance based. And then then being judged on how I look aesthetically when beforehand I went for I would have been proud of the point that I've got to aesthetically because it worked so hard for it. So then you're then being judged which is, is hard to do also, just building up that, that thick-skinned mindset and finding a balance. As you say, those three, those three components, they're hard to, can't tap into all of them. So it's just about finding that balance, which for me has been, you go through waves, there may be times where you're not looking your best aesthetically, but for like performance-wise, I've done well, I'm doing well at the time, hitting the goals I need to hit. And just being confident within yourself, just I think just knowing about yourself, because when you start looking at others and seeing other people succeed, that's when you can go off track and start worrying about it. You just need to follow your own flow. Get me, which I feel like you will know, you will know about, because you've been within this industry for for some time now, and the way that you look and the way you perform, you found that balance to be able to uphold that because. Physique that you've got is crazy. You get me? And you can't just uphold that by just ticking over. It takes a lot. So it's just finding the balance. I think that there's a saying it's like if you chase after three or two rabbits, you'll catch none. Do you get me? So it's just tapping into whichever side you want to focus on at that time period, which sort of building up a bit of static once you've got it out. Completely. I can resonate with with so much there. And um like kind of a way that I've always viewed it is as, as, as I've sort of been in the industry is 
the if you focus too much on that aesthetic side of things and a bit like what you're saying and comparing like looking at others and stuff is that actually no one really knows what looks good in terms of everyone has a different view you know some people will look at you and will say you've got the perfect physique some people will say oh you're a little bit you're a little bit too lean it's a game you're never going to win like you'll never ever keep everyone happy and i guess for me i think i've really learned over the last three or four years is that actually focusing more on the functional side of training actually i think my physique probably hasn't maybe it hasn't changed but to be honest probably is in a better place for actually taking my foot off the gas of the aesthetic side of things a little bit and not just being solely focused because obviously in the modeling industry that's what pays the bills so you can go down that rabbit hole of right i need to look this certain way but no one really knows what 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 good looks like. Like once you look healthy, and I think I really do believe if you live a healthy lifestyle, you tick the performance box for whatever you that whatever that looks like, the aesthetic will look after itself. Definitely hit the nail on the head with that one. And of course, I feel like you'd know about this as well with eat look feel. I feel like you would have had in mind when coming into the modeling industry that obviously the modeling industry doesn't last forever. So you're thinking ahead to think avenues you want to go down and you want to be able to tap into them knowing that when you come to the end of the modeling world you're your best for that avenue do you get me so it's it's being able to tap into that side of things without messing up your current bag a bit like you've alluded to a few times the sport of life to be honest i'd do it even if i wasn't in the modeling game anymore like you said earlier it sets you up to be the best the best person that you can be, the best brother, son, coach, model, whatever it looks like to you. I think it really does. Having that foundation just allows you to go and just achieve things on a, on a, on a sort of another level. Yeah. One thing that I massively respect, and, and this, this ties into what we've been talking about, one thing I massively respect about you is the, is the consistency to everything. So I've been following you for, for a few years now, and it's not a you're in shape, you're out of shape. It's not an up-down thing. You are consistently in shape day to day and that goes down to living a healthy lifestyle right like this isn't a diet that you're on this isn't a training program that you're on this is you living your day to day because the 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 level of consistency over a long period of time isn't possible unless it was a lifestyle that you've sort of incorporated into your life is that how you view your health do you view your health as a lifestyle and how have you curated that lifestyle for yourself or like what are the sort of non-negotiables in place so I feel like I'll start with the non-negotiables for me. So that is making sure that I wake up and I'm moving first thing in the morning, whether it be my sessions in the morning usually last for about 30 minutes. But that's a non-negotiable for me. So because now that I've set that in place, and I feel like I've had that in place for a a couple of years, obviously within being a non-negotiable from footballing days, but coming out of that, I sort of try to emulate that same sort of schedule in the industry that obviously I'm in now. And then I guess the, the rest of the non-negotiables are just the daily routine and find out about yourself day in day. You're figuring yourself out day in, day out. So as long as I'm getting the training and I need to, I'm looking after myself when it comes to grooming and I'm taking in the foods that I need to, those non-negotiables on top of minimising the, the, the distractions that may steer me away from that is what I stick by every day and when I do have times when I have downtime I make up food on the weekend or about on the weekend and 
times where people would normally be sleeping in the day after because I've sort of ingrained that into my routine so much. There's times when I could be out celebrating something and get in at 5 a.m. and I'll still be up at 9 a.m. and can run a 10K. And that's that doesn't just come like that, but it has to be, you have to resort back to your why and why are you doing this and what's the purpose, what's the reason. So it's just ingraining those sort of things. And I feel like for me, how I've been able to consistently stay at a level that to others may seem so hard to reach is that I've, instead of trying to just focus on what, what, what advice I give to people is instead of focusing on bettering your best, just make your minimum dosage good enough that even if that's done and you keep ticking over on that on the days that you're not feeling good, resorting back to working on my tech, the things I'm away from technical size on football and that working for me in my favour, bringing that into life now, making your minimum dosage good enough to be able to tick over on that. So when you're not feeling at your best, you know you're still delivering. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I really like that. I really like the idea of, you know, like essentially it's like keeping the ticker moving. You have this non-negotiable in your life that you will always stay at that baseline and that will be that is what's non-negotiable that week that will be performed anything above that on the good days if things align if you get extra time if you're feeling super motivated if the energy's there you can get the above done but there's that baseline that foundation that come rain come shine come stress not come no stress come energy come no energy that's the baseline that's what gets done this week anything above is positive anything less it's not non-negotiable i really like that i feel like a lot of people try and and this is one thing that my dad taught me because i feel like yeah with in regards to wellness and fitness let's say he taught me a lot of the fundamentals that i that i know a lot of people try and bring on too many habits at once that aren't sustainable and they aren't able to uphold because it's too much of a chore so when something becomes a chore you're not able to uphold it so it's, it's being able to create that effortless system throughout your day that makes it feel so easy that you don't even have to think about it and on top of that makes you feel a type of way that when you don't do it you don't feel right get me now like not just because of work but when and those my boys around me that have sort of been living the same sort of way as, as i do when that morning session isn't done and you haven't had that one you don't feel present as you should do so it's just it's creating that good relationship with it to know that once i do this how good you're going to feel and, and yeah just seeing it like that really and i think that comes from seeing results and feeling good and getting things right because there's nothing more motivating than seeing results and feeling good and like you said almost in your life now it's gone full circle where if i was to say to you right you're not allowed to train for a week that would affect you negatively obviously the physical aspect but from the mental side of things you'd be like well no you're not taking my training away from me and it's getting it's getting to that stage exactly and it's getting to that stage where it becomes powerful because you don't even think about it
you yeah. know this time next week you're training just that's just the thing right like obviously sometimes life can throw things in your way but you're not going to miss two or three days in a row and that's where it becomes like you say building the habits finding the enjoyment from it another thing that i wanted to ask you and this goes back to something that we spoke about a lot on this podcast with other people which Corey came on a couple of weeks ago and, and we sp- he mentioned it a lot is that do you think you're good at saying no just in general because i think a lot of and, and this is actually a conversation I have with clients a lot as well, is that when someone's sort of inevitably starting a health journey and trying to sort of find time to fit their gym in, they've got busy social lives, they've got friends who potentially don't understand. I know you're obviously in circles that probably are sort of aligned with you, but, and a lot of it, I guess, comes down to the environment and the people you spend time with. But he said that he found it really like a real struggle early on to say no to things because, you know, if someone says to you, oh, mate, Let's go out for a few drinks, and you say, "I'm oh, not to be honest, mate. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I want to stay aligned this weekend, or however it sort of looks like to you." There comes an element of it's difficult to say no to people. It's difficult to, you know, sort of stick up for yourself and have that kind of, you know, you know what? I don't want to. Like, do you think that's something that you're good at and something that you've had to work on? Definitely something that I've had to work on. Um, I felt like it was often frowned upon in in, in a way. It's, it's frowned upon sometimes when you're not wanting to do those things like going out and, and saying no to things. But then, yeah, I feel like as, as a, not as a recent, but like more time or not as of recently, I've not been one to like care about saying no to going certain things because I know what benefit would do for me. And, and it's just being like, it's being precious with your, your time and energy. I don't like wasting time or energy being in in environments that I don't want to be in and being around people that don't share necessarily the same views and want to go to the same sort of places I want as I want to. As they say, you're you are you surround yourself with so just being much more like, conscious of, of, of what I'm around and and yeah, just surrounding myself with the best sort of environment possible to get the best sort of outcome. Having that balance, yeah. of course, is times when you can go out through and you can have enjoyment. And if you do, of course, making sure that you're still upholding and doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you can stay away from that as much as possible, and then the results that you can get out of life are, are going to be a lot better than rather than having to go out and you're shaking it off and you're going to keep that momentum just flowing basically it's saying no to the right things isn't it it's saying no to the things you don't want to do but obviously there's a time and a place for everything and i think to be honest socials social side of health is a big big facet to tick i think if you go too all in on the health side of things it can actually have detrimental effects but i think becky who who also came on this pod she articulated it so well and it was like you know what if if you're saying no to, if if you're saying no to someone and they can't accept that no, it's probably not someone you want to be spending time with anyway. There's a, you know, there's an element of it's actually our own personal responsibility to be able to accept no as well from people. And you know, when your mate says no to you, accept it. Like, you know, if they don't want to do that, they have every single right to sort of say that. And I think as well, a lot of it comes down to like personal responsibility, especially and, and I think we see the the absolute like upper echelon of this in the modeling game because at the end of the day, if if someone texts you at the weekend saying, right, mate, do you want to go on a night out? And you've got a shoot on a Tuesday or you've got a shoot next week, say like an, an underwear shoot or, or whatever it looks like. And you say no. And then that's like, oh, so boring. You know, all the sort of like terminology that goes with that. At the end of the day, 
come that shoot next week, you are solely accountable and responsible for how you look like, how you look right. And and as yeah. you say, the, the pressures that come with this game, you start turning up to your clients a little bit out of shape, a little bit puffy, a little bit, you know, not your best, in a bad mood, a bit grouchy. You're replaceable like that. Like, as in, they, they, you know, that's how you lose clients. And it's, in it, you know, and that's what I think where it goes back to everybody's situation is completely different. So therefore, we all need to get better at one, saying no, and two, accepting no from people. And no is a no. Like, if someone, it's a full sentence. Like, if someone doesn't want to do something, accept it. It's, it's absolutely fine to prioritize your health if that's what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, it's not anyone else standing in that photo shoot next week being exactly solely that. accountable. Exactly You're standing there on your own, mate. There's a huge screen up there. It's probably about to go on the internet. A lot of people yes. are going to see that and you are fully, solely responsible for that. And clients don't care that you had a mate wanting to go out of the weekend. And it's just building on that. I guess it comes with confidence, done it, and over, and over sort of a period of time building that up. But I think it's a good takeaway for a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people, don't get me wrong, there's obviously time and a place where social is so, so important and we should all enjoy that. But how many people out there say no or don't say no to the wrong things and end up doing things that don't align with their health that they actually don't want to do just because of the pressures of social situation. Yeah, of course. So moving on to mindset side of things, I know we've touched on it already, but I want to dig a little bit deeper and something that I've seen on your socials, and I'm not sure how much we can talk about this, but give me, give me what you can is this idea of forever unfinished. And I absolutely love that message. I think it, res it, it resonates with me massively. It resonates with a lot of the messaging that I produce with Eat, Look, Feel. And is that something that you find motivation in yourself? That idea that your, you know, like health is infinite and you are forever unfinished? Definitely. So this is the first that I'm actually going to be talking about forever unfinished on, on any scale at all. Obviously, it's, it's still in the works and, and soon to be seen by everyone. But what I can say on it is it's a, a wellness platform that can basically be like me given to people and being able to get the best version out of people with an effortless system in place and showing that because I'm a person that I do still enjoy life and there's times when I may be seen enjoying life and, and the question asks how are you still enjoying life and being able to look at type of former type of way and showing people how it can be done so easy just implementing these things into life and there's there's so many different aspects to be on the platform um and people won't have to wait much longer it's something that i've had in in the works for a very long time but the person i want to be able to deliver the best that i can to people and on social media especially nowadays i see a lot of people that they may have a large following and the messages and information that they're putting out, for me personally, isn't good for people to be soaking up because it's not basically it's, it just looks good. I'm seeing people running on a treadmill and jumping about like some madmen on like oiled up, and, and people are watching these videos and thinking, I need to do this well to get in shape. I want to just cut out, and every one thing that I've said. When coming into the industry, I'm going to stay true to myself. So it's basically putting that into a platform. And yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. I don't want to give away too much, but yes, yeah, it's, it's just trying to better as, as many people as possible. Message for everyone finished. We are all for everyone finished. One thing that I realized when coming into this industry is that with the goals that you have set in place 
and things that you want to achieve. I know you'll probably feel this as well. Once you've achieved them, it's like, wow, mad, I've done that. And then it's like, what's next? Within an instant like that. So you're always chasing after. after. There's a never-ending feeling of satisfaction that you're just chasing after. And not say you're always just going to be running after something, but it's, it's all, you're always pushing for better within life. And I want people to have that outlook on things. And another slogan or my motto within Forever Unfinished is twice as hard, twice as good. So I think that something that my granddad told me, obviously him talking on the basis of, of how hard he had things due to race and, and things like that and how hard things were made for him. And then me sort of taking that into the grand scheme of things and having hardships that are put in front of you and having to deal with them and coming out on the other side of it in a better position than before and implementing that in my day-to-day. So if something is not necessarily a walk in the past, but let's say training, for instance, making that session twice as hard so I can come out with twice the amount of, of the results of what I would if it was just a normal, easy, breezy session. So there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to take away from that platform. But yeah, soon, soon, soon come for people that are going to wait on that. And I, uh, I appreciate you sharing that. It's, yeah, very exciting. Like I said, I absolutely love the message. I love, I love that slogan as well, I think. And, and everything you said there, I completely resonated with and think that it's, um, I think you're the perfect, you're the perfect ambassador to go and do something like that. So it's, uh, it's great to, like I say, I've kind of, I've kind of seen it and have a, had a little dig, but yeah, I wish you all the luck with it, mate. And I, to be honest, I don't think you're going to need much. I think it's, it's, it's ready and waiting for you. So moving on to the mental health side of things, what practices do you use to look after your mental space? Obviously the industry that you're in, you mentioned before you've been through, you know, potential setbacks in your life. Do you have, say, practices that you implement, whether they're sort of conscious or unconscious daily that, that just helps you look after that headspace? I'd say just, um, I feel like training, obviously, we always resort back to it, but training, the, what that does for the mind, bro, is just, can't explain it with, with whatever aspect it is that just, whether I'm feeling down and I don't want to do a session, the way I feel after that is so key for me, that being one thing. And doing everything in my power to make sure that I'm bringing the best version of myself that's within my control then helps me feel better mentally. Um, so that's one thing. And then I think just family, really, just, just keeping in touch with family. You know how the modern world is you're on the road 24-7. You're at jobs where you may be on set with, with people you've never met for the whole day. You're staying in this hotel by yourself. Or it's a very lonely industry. So just checking in with my family and those that are close to me just really just has me feeling at ease, not overindulging and and things like social media. Of course, I know social media is part of my work and I'm a creator at the end of the day, but going on there, putting out the content that I need to and then coming away from that and continuing to work on myself rather than just soaking up, soaking up, soaking up information because there's so much information and, and and content out there to take in now. Instagram, we've got TikTok, we've got it's just, yeah, it's both almost important. Um, I like that. It's a great um, message. I guess you've probably kind of covered it a little bit more, but you, you might be able to go a little bit deeper. Is with the sort of modeling, you mentioned that, you know, it's a lot of travel. There's, you have this incredibly high training output as well with the amount that you train. 
there's inevitable that stress is going to come. Do you have sort of ways that you offset that stress? I guess it sort of falls into what, what you just said, but is there any sort of other ways that you go about covering and, and, and offsetting that, that stress? Yeah, I feel like um, a holiday is something that just sort of puts me in, in the right frame of mind. Uh, start a year, done a lot of travelling. Um, see me places going back to Jamaica, where I'm originally from. That's that's a big thing for me in regards to I'm feeling stressed and going away feels good. But just on a day to day basis, sauna is a big thing that helps for me. Um, mobility, just stretching, that's another big thing for me. Um, reading, I'm not a person that's going to lie and say that I read every single day, but when I do have the time to build up on that knowledge, and it doesn't have to be necessarily a book or, or anything, there may be something on, online that. I'm intrigued about and, and read up on that to sort of better myself on that. It's just, yeah, it's, it's learning. And yeah, I'd, I'd say they're the main things. I'd say they're the main things that I sort of tap into. You talk a lot about being the best you can be. A lot of the language you use is forever unfinished. You obviously have this inner drive in you that for you, the goal is to be the best you can be, whatever that looks like to you. Do you have any tips for anyone? Do you think that comes kind of naturally to you? Do you have any sort of tips for potential listeners that, are struggling to sort of get into that mindset, maybe stuck in a bit of a rut, maybe struggling to find the motivation? Yeah, I feel like the thing with motivation is it's something that you cannot rely on because if you do, you're not going to get very far, I feel like. So it's, as I mentioned beforehand, remembering your why, remembering what your purpose is, what you're going out, what you're setting out to do and building consistency. I... There is times when I do not want to work out. There is times when I don't want to go on a run. There's times when you're waking up and you're not feeling on it. But you have to just build that consistency in order for you to realise what it brings for you. So if, so me looking back on time now, knowing that there's been years where I've been consistent with what I've put in, let's say, if, for example, with football, I've put in away from football and I'm a strong believer of you get out what you put in no matter which way it is, you get out what you put in. So I've put in so much into that and then it's then led on to where I'm at today. So I feel like just building consistency rather than focusing on how I'm feeling motivated because if, if you worry on just when you're feeling motivated, it's not going to happen. It's those sessions where you're not feeling good that get the results that are beyond normal. Discipline beats motivation every single day. Exactly that, right. Exactly that. So another thing that has, has come up quite a lot on this on this podcast, speaking to relatively successful people in their industries, is this is this idea of gratitude. Is it something that you implement? Is gratitude something that you implement daily? Is it something that you're good at, or is it a sort of work in progress? Because I know for me personally, it's been a massive work in progress, and it's been a real eye opener, to be honest, speaking to people on this podcast about how powerful gratitude can actually be. Of course, I feel like it's bit, it's it's hard, as you know, but it's hard to sometimes realise where you're at. Um, for example, if you have to imagine you've achieved things that you may have set in place beforehand, like creating such a, a big platform that's got a, such a good message behind it, and and now you've got that, you are constantly thinking, obviously, what's next? But then you sometimes have to go back and think. I remember the times when I wanted to have this platform here and I wanted to book this job and have this physique. So for me, it's, um, I feel like I'm good 
like showing gratitude every morning when I wake up without fail I say thank you thank you thank you and because I'm religious but I'm not saying to people they need to believe in any sort of religion or whatever but just having that that gratitude first thing in the morning that or night beforehand has turned into another morning because for some people that hasn't been the case so and as I mentioned before that's a win so in that respect is uh, yeah I make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm thankful in the morning um, and on top of that when I do have to have time where I have to just take a step back and realise that how far I've come um, life's not always been easy to get me so there's there's times when and obviously it's normal for the current lifestyle that you're living to become the norm but I'm I, I'm very good at reflecting and realizing that it's not always been like this and there's things that uh, the way that I'm living now being able to talk to you on a podcast about about my views on on health and wellness when I first came into the industry seeing someone like yourself and thinking wow like that's someone I could look to 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 build myself up on to now talking with you that alone do you get me is is something that I'm thankful for it's just finding the opportunity and everything to and seeing the good in everything. Obviously, I'm not saying it's always happy and jolly, but if you can take that step back and look at things and realize how far you've come, it makes life a lot more enjoyable. You know, when you when you see the small wins that you've got. So although I've got the mindset of, yeah, what's next? I've hit that goal, what's next? I'm very grateful for for everything in life and and I wanna more thankful I mean, if I keep that mindset, the hungrier I stay. Because, I, like, let's say, for example, I was, I was on a shoot with Bugsy Malone and we were shooting on set at a private jet airport. And I remember I was saying, oh, I want to go on a private jet. And he was saying to me, at the end of the day, don't rush it. And you can put this in, in all aspects of that. Don't rush it because once you go on a private jet, then what? there's nothing more to go on unless you go on a spaceship. To get me so <laughs> it's it's just not rushing things and everything in good time and that's how I see things, everything in good time and you can't rush the process. And although there may be times when you're impatient, it's just yeah, just trust in time and then and knowing that when you put in you will get out. That's one thing I want people to sort of take away from that. That's so powerful and um, I think that's such a such a strong mindset to have. And actually I think that the big le- biggest learning curve I've seen from, from just speaking to people on here is the idea that gratitude actually comes before success and the success that you're having is actually a huge product of that gratitude. And actually, you know, it sets you up in the morning to have that positivity, to get in the gym with energy, to constantly do those day-to-day things that are allowing you to go and achieve the things that everyone can see from the outside actually comes back to that gratitude in the first place. And I've always struggled with it is that idea of I've always just had what's next, what's next, what's next. And it's difficult, I think, to sit there and actually say, oh, yeah, you know what? Like, like a good example I always use with people is if I asked the Fabian of two years ago, if I told the Fabian of two years ago, like you said there, you'd be sitting here now with the following you've got, with the forever unfinished coming out, with doing the jobs that you've done, shooting with Bugsy Malone on private jets. Like, you'd look at me and be like, that is, oh, I couldn't even imagine, that would be the perfect life. Like, I would absolutely love that. But when you're in it and you're consumed by it, it's 
that constant sort of better and that constant self-development's ticking over and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, that was a good shoot, but I'd like to, you know, go on a private jet myself, to be honest. Like, and it's that, it's the goalposts are always moving and it's it's such a powerful mindset to be in, I think. And it, there are so many benefits to it because it allows you to just keep that sort of pushing. But also it's so, so important to take that time to sit back and go, you know what, I'm doing all right here. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've achieved a lot and I should be grateful for where I am. And I think that's something that I think, well, like you say, you, you're doing a great job of me. I'm far better than I am. But it's something we can all learn from and we can all, we can all get better. Yeah, at. I'm always learning, man. Always learning, always. And moving on to a, another sort of mindset idea that, that I think is, is quite powerful and I'm, I'm interested to know your thoughts on is, is happiness. So what does is, what is like being truly happy mean to you? Would you say that you're, you're happy? Appreciate it, Steve. I, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm happy. I'm, I am happy. I'm not, that's not what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about whether I'm happy or not because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it took me a stage. It, it takes you to reach a certain level of, of hardship to then realise, I feel like, what happiness really is. Because there's times when I look back and I think that I was happy and I realised I wasn't. And then due to going through certain hardships, I then realised that uh, you know, I sort of had this gratitude to things which then made me a lot more happier in general. And it's a hard one, man. It's a hard one. I think it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just showing gratitude, which makes life a lot more enjoyable. And and then, yeah, and then it, I feel like you'll be happier in general. I look back and, yeah, see times where you feel like, it's, and surrounding yourself with the right people, just getting the right energy. Um, bouncing off others, and I feel like that all contributes to being happy overall. But no, I'm I'm definitely I feel like I'm definitely happy. It's just everyone's version of happiness is different. But as long as I'm able to wake up, go about my day, and do what I need to do, what I've been set out to do, that makes me happy alone. And I and I've got my my support system there, my family, the people I need around me, which don't need to be many people. But as long as I've got those people there around me and they're good, then then I'm good. So that's that's how I sort of view that. Yeah, I love it. I think the best, well, one of the best definitions of happiness that I've ever seen is from a guy called Naval. I don't know if you've read his book, but you should. You'd love it. And he basically defines happiness as um, your health, your mission, and the people that you love. And it's essentially what yeah, you're articulating, exactly. right? Yeah. Like. You get them free right, and I think you you that is what true true happiness is. Let's move on to the final question. So again, you would have heard this one before as well. What is the ultimate goal with your personal health, Fabian? Where do you want to take things? I think in regards to my personal my personal goal, I want to be able to continue setting goals for myself in all aspects. So whether that be physical, um, mentally finding out about myself when it comes to work, the emotional side of things, um, keep setting goals in all of those aspects and keep being able to chase after them for as long as possible. Um, whilst, yeah, continuing to just try and feel at my best, I want to be able to 
just keep learning about myself. Um, and I guess the, the goal overall is, as I say, it's, it's, it's tied into why the platform is forever unfinished. I don't think it ever comes to the point of having a balance where you're happy, but as long as I can keep learning about myself day in, day out, and getting the best out of myself with the minimum dosage, of course, then that's my personal goal for me. I feel like it's, 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 hard, to, it's hard to explain, but just being able to keep chasing after the things that I want to chase after and, and bettering myself day in, day out with the new goals that I've set in place because there's always going to be new goals. So there's not an end sort of, oh, I'm going to look like that and I'm going to be happy or mentally I'm going to feel like that. And it's, I've come to realisation it's never going to be that. So just being able to have that hunger and drive to be able to chase after the goals that I have in place and have an enjoyment for and yeah, being able to provide for those around me. Fabian, thank you so much for your time today, man. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, I love everything that you're about uh, and wish you all the luck in the world with with everything that comes up. I, I think, like I said to you, mate, I think you're very, very well-placed and just keep doing what you're doing. No, likewise, my brother. I appreciate you having me again. Also, it's been, yeah, it's been good on being on there. So thank you.